Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We started this week's AEW Dynamite with a meeting. Just goes to show sometimes when you break anything right down, it sounds terrible. Also, hello my friends, my buddies, my pals, my loved ones. Thank you very much for clicking this video because it is ups and downs for AEW Dynamite. We are like two weeks away from All In, which now has sold 80,000 tickets. Do you remember all those negative nets on the internet? Be like, oh man, they're not even going to sell 20. Well now, they're probably going to sell the whole thing out. I'm so damn pumped. I am so damn excited. But for now... We take the finger of power. Mwah! Shouldn't have done that, man. No wonder my parents hate me. Let's up those doubts. Also, I'm going to be a double asshole because I shall take over the start of this video because my word, you lovely human beings, there was a bunch of damn signs. Because we had Simon give yourself a golden up, so kapow, I'm going to do that right now. We had MGF makes me feel warm and fuzzy in my tum-tum. We had other ones saying give me an up. And honestly, feeling this kind of love going to my own tum-tum on my tootsie toes while I was just doing the dance of joy. And look. It's a pretty bad dance anyway, and when you're doing this, when you're by yourself in your house, you are risking being sent to jail. I don't know why anybody would send me to jail, but I don't know how we got here, but we just did. The point is, thank you so much. You're the absolute best. There it is, a wonderful golden up, which will appease the people that enjoy all this. It will make some people super, super mad even though it's just an arbitrary number and a random color. Okay, right, with that done, we do move into this meeting it was time to see what was going to happen with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Ruh-roh. The crew were already in the ring as Chris Jericho made his way to the squared circle, and understandably he was a sad panda here. I mean, he may have been minutes away from having people not appreciate him anymore. Jericho tried to explain all of this, and more importantly, that they're meant to be friends. When Daniel Garcia was like, you shut up, Chris Jericho, I want to talk, because I gave up everything when I joined into this damn thing. I changed who I was, I got rid of my other buddies, because I believed in you... But now I feel like you have forsaken me. I mean, it was even worse because last week Jericho didn't even care that he'd been smacked in the head with a baseball bat, which is attempted murder, when he told Christopher, that's it, I'm done, I'm out. (laughs) When he did this, he also did his dance too, so that's it. I won't hear the argument to the contrary. Daniel Garcia is a damn genius. So Jake Hagar then took over and he too was like, man, Chris, we've been friends for years and you've made me a lot of money. But do you remember that hat I liked so much? But I kind of think that you screwed up that relationship. So you know what? I'm done too. And he left. Jericho was then desperate and saying, please remember you're all bigger stars because of me. 
when Anna Jay and Ty Mello, they joined in with this mob mentality too. Ty was all like, man, I feel sick, and it's not because of the pregnancy. Whereas Anna was like, all right, listen, i got a world title match later. I'm sorry, Chris, this isn't about you. It's about me. Have a guess what they did. That's right. They went. Angelo Parker and Matt Menard then really hit the emotional button. Because cool hand Ange was all like, man, I loved you, Chris Jericho, and I tried to be a sports entertainer. But then I was hanging upside down in that blood and guts match, which is true. And did you give anything back to me? I don't think you did. He didn't spit. Danny Magic was also all like, man, when I had my first paycheck, I bought a Chris Jericho t-shirt. And look, you did actually give me so much. But now I'm starting to understand why the likes of Kevin Steen hate you. That's like he said, Kevin Steen, let's go nerd. So we basically had a full house with poor Chris Jericho standing there in the ring like, man, I'm so alone right now. Apart from one individual, Repo Man. <laughs> it wasn't Repo Man, it was Sammy Guevara. Now this was kind of smart because, of course, they've been joined at the hip since the start of AEW. And just when Chris was about to go off on him, he took the mic as well. He's like, no, you listen to me. Because he too feels like he has given a lot to the damn appreciation society. And while fair enough, Jericho has been sort of kind to him over the last few years. If we look at the last few weeks... Well, whose side are you on? So he's going to keep an eye on the situation like he's some kind of marketing manager to see which direction Jericho heads in. But he still walked away here. So there's Chris Jericho. He don't have no society of appreciating anymore. And he has a lot of decisions to make. The big twist too was after this, Ray Paquette was like, <laughs> Chris Jericho, you've had a terrible evening when Don Callis zoomed in and he acted like he was all apologetic about this, but it was not sincere. When Chris Jericho said, all right, Don, I'll have an answer for you duh, 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 next week. Because of course, when you are an emotional mess, what's the best thing to do? Stew on it for seven days. I absolutely do love wrestling tropes though. We may have to start a next week counter at some point, but that shall not be today. I'm really enjoying this because if Jericho does what I think he's going to do, he could go super duper mega heel. This also feels more original than the usual wrestling group breaks up. Because yeah, we're kind of playing a sad fiddle throughout all of this. Like If somebody had a violin going, da, 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 I would have totally bought that as well. So I am going to give it an up. Like I say, I'm not 100% sure what Christopher Jericho is going to do. When we got the Young Bucks versus the Hardys. Now look, fair enough, put your hands in the air. I have seen them have better matches, but sometimes ice cream is still ice cream. And this was an absolute hoot. It was also to signify and underline that Matt and Nick Jackson are going back into the tag team division. And of course, we're going to get this massive match at all in between them and FTR. What better way to heat them up than putting them in a microwave? Now, you can't do that. because you put a human being in a microwave, they're going to die. What is wrong with you? So I tell you what a good option too is. Allowing them to beat Matt and Jeff Hardy. Bingo. The Hardy boys were all double teamed to begin with too as they threw Nick to the outside. And they will barrowed Matt. It actually sounds far worse when you do say it out loud. But when they went for the poetry emotion, whoops, they missed. Nick Jackson was then here and he was doing face busters and moonsaults and the risky business. <laughs> Once again, that sounds awful too. We gotta come up with better wrestling names. Nick then hit this crazy dive because obviously that is the sponsor of 2023 Wrestling. And even though he was able to get out of the way of a twist of fate, he still got partly with a DDT. And I stood up and I shouted, here we go. 
because I'm weird. The two mats that got in there is the Jackson version got hit with the side effects, so Nick and Jeff tagged in, and then he was going for more twists of fate, but he got hit with a super kick instead. I'm like, my gosh, I got my wrestling move book out, and yeah, we were doing everything. The Bucks also hit the 3D, which I did enjoy, because we were doing a little bit of the whole tee-hee-hee, we're going to do other people's finishes. When the Hardys were finally able to get a fate that was twisted, Jeff hit the Swan Tom bomb, and they were about to win... Matt Jackson broken up at two. Poor Nick was then hit by all the twists of fate, so who the flub knows what's going to happen in his future. But actually, the Hardys had made a massive mistake here, because he was no longer the legal man. It meant when Jeff went for another whisper in the wind, the Young Bucks came together, they hit the BTE trigger, and they did get the victory here. And I kind of stared out into the distance, and I thought to myself, that'll do, pig. That'll do. So it was just super fun stuff, so I am going to give it an up. And obviously, afterwards, the Young Bucks got on the microphone. They said FTR. So out came FTR. I love wrestling tropes. And basically, they accepted the challenge for All In. So that's happening in two weeks in front of a stadium full people. That wasn't correct sentence. That wasn't correct grammar either. But that's how excited I am. I can't even get my words out. FTR then held their championships in the air just in case you forgot what they were going to do. Maybe you thought they were going to play chess. And look, I will tell you this. I bet every single hair on my head that they have a terrific match. I mean, seriously, it doesn't matter what dimension you could travel to. They would absolutely kill it. This very well could be match of the year contender. But we actually learned even more about All In. Because we got the highlights of Shida winning the AEW Women's Championship, when we did indeed learn that when we get to that pay-per-view, we're going to do a four-way for that damn belt. So my advice to you would be to find someone who loves you as much as AEW loves doing a tournament. Because bingo, that's what's happening here. Tony Storm gets a bye because she has invoked her rematch clause, whereas it's going to be Anna Jay versus Sheeta in our main event. So whoever comes out that as the champion, obviously will go to Wembley as the champion. Two plus two equals four. Britt Baker is also going to take on the returning bunny, so that was nice. I'm glad she's back to health. And we're going to get Soraya versus Sky Blue. So look, obviously this is going to end with Tony Storm versus Sheeta versus Britt Baker versus Soraya. But sometimes you just want to tick the obvious box. I'm going to use the analogy that I always do. You don't sit down to watch a romantic comedy and go, man, I hope the two leads stab each other in the face. If you do, you're a little bit of a strange person. But I still love you. All this promotion continued too, because then it was time to find out what MJF and Adam Cole had been up to this week. To keep this love going as well, MJF had actually been invited to a trampoline park by Adam Cole. When he found out about this, he just melted down, because beforehand, he thought they were going to have sex with a bunch of women. Don't shoot me. That's what he said. So he was totally livid until he realized that this place did have dodgeball when he honestly just went and destroyed a bunch of kids. And when he was throwing these balls, he was saying stuff like, I'm your daddy. I was absolutely dying. He is the worst, best person on the planet. Adam then went crazy because he's like, what are you doing? You can't do this to children. When a little girl walked up to both of them, called them nerds, and flipped them off. Now, this was great for two reasons. One, in the background, you could see all these children on the floor because they were totally dead. And two, Adam Cole then proved he does have a dark side because he was so offended by this. He's basically, Max... I think you've got to throw one more ball. So they are simultaneously lovely and awful people. And we've seen that work in other forms of entertainment. Go and see Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So I tell you, I hope these skits go on forever. I hope I'm on my deathbed and there's just another one. They're so damn entertaining. Hook it to my veins. And there's more later. Giving it up. When the Blackball Combat Club became teachers. 
I didn't see that coming. But they hope that the best friends have learnt a lesson after their parking lot ball on Rampage. And as a quick aside, if you haven't seen that match, you absolutely need to change that right now. They also took a shot at Trent's mum Sue, and I was like, how dare you do that, you absolute goobers. When they also said they're going to pick the bones later. And I'm sorry, bring down the crime counter. It goes up to 14. You can't walk around saying, hey, guess what I'm going to do today? Pick somebody's bones. At the very least, you're going to be questioned. Claudio Castagnoli was also super duper horrible about the fact that Pac has been injured and won't be at all in. And I'm quite upset about that too. I mean, of all the people, he definitely deserves to be there. So I hope we can figure it out. It finished with Moxley saying that they don't fear death because death fears them. I love this. Imagine Death gets up in the morning. He's like, wait a minute. The Blackpool Combat Club aren't around here, are they? I've got some killing to do. So maybe that's a future feud. The club from Blackpool versus Death. What an absolute roller coaster ride this was as well, because our next match in 2023 was Jack Perry, who's a heel now, versus flubbing Rob Van Dam. It was an FTW rules match as well, which kind of gave them a little bit of leeway, but RVD didn't know this at all. Also, if we take the context in what it was presented in, this man is in his 50s and he's still totally killing it. I'd be all right if they gave him a mini run. Harry also jumped Rob Van Dam during his entrance because he is an asshole. And later on, he even tried to shake his hand. I was like, man, what is wrong with you? Instead, Rob went for the rolling thunder, so Jack bailed when Rob Van Dam still busted out his hits because he took Jack, he put him on Barry Barricade, and he hit that damn spinning leg drop from the apron onto this. And look, I ain't even bringing down the Justice for Barry counter because this made me feel so nostalgic in my tum-tum. It gets a pass. I mean, I must have first seen that in 1999. He also did that mad monkey flip with a chair and he was going for Rolling Thunder. But as soon as he went for the Van Terminator, Jack was like, man, I can't handle this. And he tried to get away. Well, I say that, his plan was to get a chair and just hurl it at the referee. <laughs> I was howling. It didn't work because then these two were tussling to the top. So Van Damme just pushed Perry through a table that had been set up on the outside. When he got him back in the ring, he hit the five-star frog splash And if you can believe it, he had this boy from the jungle beat. I mean, he must have got a seven count, but there was no referee. Aubrey Edwards then ran down, but of course Perry did kick out because he'd been down for about nine hours and probably took a phoenix down when he remembered, how can I beat this guy? Oh, I know. I can punch him right in the dick. So he did. He also pushed RVD into a chair before he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, the surprise roll-up. And he got the one, two, three. And I can't lie to you. I mean, why would I? What a waste of time. But I love this finish. That's how you do it. I mean, it's just such a shit way to win. And Perry was so proud of himself. And I don't care what anybody else says on the internet at the moment. I really like this Jack Perry Hill turn. I think he's warm up to it every single week. And not only is this a massive victory... But Taz on commentary was getting madder and madder and madder. And if we do Jack Perry versus Taz, especially if it's all in, I'm going to lose my damn mind because Taz is a flubbing legend. So also bring it down. There is a surprise roll up counter and it rolls up by one, obviously. And also I am giving this an up. It's just good times. And it's sports entertainment and it's ECW and it was Rob Van Dam. Can't get mad at 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Smelly was then with the Lucha Brothers, and they were super upset. I totally got this. I mean, the Blackpool Combat Club had basically gone, <laughs> your friend Pack, we killed him. This is why they're going to have a match later and they vowed revenge. And I'll give you another small spoiler. It does not go well for them. Before that, though, <laughs> who saw this coming? Not I. Because MJF and Adam Cole were here to have a good old time. But beforehand, Max was like, look, I just want to say, if you have seen any footage of me calling you mid... It's been heavily doctored, all right? And everyone just went, yeah! This is why we have to turn Friedman babyface. It just works. Adam was super happy about all this as well, especially because they are going to make history in London. And he even mentioned this will doubly be true when he wins the AEW World Championship. Now, if you are going to watch this, make sure you see Maxwell Jacob Friedman's face. He wasn't impressed to the point he was like, oh man, we're going to promo battle. Cool, let's go. This then got super crazy because Max was all like, man, Adam Cole, you are so white. If Hogan saw you in the 80s, he would have snorted you. So there's no coming back from that. And he even insulted his noodly arms. It's like being on Twitter or X. Cole then went a little bit crazy because he was like, that's not what I want to do. And also you've insulted me. So once again, make sure you put that in your brain because he's actually got another plan. He's still quite sad. He's a sad panda. that They didn't become the AEW tag champions, but this is AEW. There's another set of belts. So why don't they go after Aussie Open and the ROH tag team titles? I was like, what? He also justified it by saying that without Ring of Honor, he wouldn't be here today and neither would MJF. And also, Adam had won every single championship in that promotion, but not these. So why don't they come together to challenge for them on the pre-show for All In? I mean, I was spinning around. Like Kylie Minogue. Freeman thought this was a terrible idea because only a sick pervert would want him to wrestle twice on the same night. So I was chuckling. However, he does like a cheap pop. So he actually agreed. Fair enough, he did get that pop. So I swear, if Cole uses this to not tag in, wear MJF out before he screws him over in the main event to become the champion, I'm going to do the Dance of Joy again. Now I stand by what I said. I would love them to be together forever. But given what happened next... I think Adam Cole may be about to form a new group. Because crazy Roderick Strong came out. (laughs) This dude, 
is so nuts. And he is absolutely playing. I used to go out with that guy, and now I'm mad that you're going out with him instead. But I tell you, he is doing it so well. I mean, ironically, he's bought in. As ever, MGF wrecked him because he was all like, look, you are acting this way, so why don't you go home, put on your Hello Kitty headphones, and listen to Shake It Off by Taylor Swift so you can remember that you're a bland bitch. Even I was like, man, that's really harsh. The Love Triangle then went full on stereotype because Strong was all like, you'd rather win the Ring of Honor tag team titles with this guy rather than me? I tell you what, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett were right. And that's when these two guys came out, they hugged Roddy, and they all walked to the back like, man, Adam Cole, you were turncoat. Amazingly, too, this actually affected Cole because he turned to MGF and he shoved him. He's like, what are you doing? Why can't I be friends with you and friends with those guys? You are driving a wedge between us and I don't like it. My gosh, the nuance here, because do you know what Maxwell Jacob Friedman started to do? He started to subtly play with the diamond ring because he didn't know whether he was going to have to use it. Now, yes, look, eventually they did come down and they hugged it out. But honestly, MJF's performance here was so good after the fact that he was all like, oh man, it's going to be okay. But he actually came across as sympathetic because you could tell that he was worried. So man, you got to give it a round of applause. So look, once again, to double down on it, as much as I do hope they stay together until I am dead, if we do do this and we turn Adam Cole mega heel and we finally turn MJF super baby face, I actually think it could be the spark that would help AEW throughout the rest of the year. Because just listen to the fans. With MJF, he may act like the biggest dick in the world, but everybody loves him. What a great angle though, because it's serious, it's fun, and it's goofy wrestling for life. Pro Wrestling Tees knows what's going on. I am giving it an up, and I could not be more pumped. When we had death, Yep, because it was the BCC versus the Lucha Brothers and my eyebrow went up here because the commentators kept going, man, this Claudio took out Pac and he can't perform in London. I mean, can you believe that Claudio took out Pac and he can't perform in London? So, like, I know that he's injured. But surely something is going on. Phoenix and Penta started with double dives as well before they hit the foot stomp and Phoenix did another tope. And this is when I knew they were losing because for a good three minutes, they just destroyed these fools. And, well, we all know how wrestling works. Hilariously, too, all of a sudden, John Moxley was bleeding. So, once again, on the floor, because this is how life works. You get born, you go to school, you pay taxes, John Moxley starts to bleed, and then you die. The only reason the Lucha Brothers actually slowed down is because there was a bit of miscommunication. They smashed into each other when they got blasted with a bunch of DDTs. But did these DDTs end the match? No, they didn't. So, if you went really quiet, you could hear old-school wrestlers getting really mad. And I do get it. Wheeler Utah was then also a little bit concerned. And this a-hole actually took the Ring of Honor world title and smacked Phoenix right in the head with it. That's when I got a funny feeling in my nose because I could smell shenanigans. The poor dude was then hit with a spike pile driver. So I was like, well, man, he's out of it. But actually, he wasn't. He rose from the ashes because he is a Phoenix. He tagged in Penta. And man, do I love Penta. Not only did he run wild, but he made sure every 10 seconds to do his taunt. That guy is obsessed. He was hitting backstabbers, so backs were getting stabbed when the tag claxon heart went off and everybody was fighting. And I tell you, wrestlers in 2023, they love a cutter so much you could probably argue that it's the second most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. Actually, that's not true, because it never wins a match. And also, in position number two, 
It's got to be the kick to the testicles. This thing got massively out of control because Petner went for a flying nothing but got uppercut in midair when once again Wheels was trying to interfere and this time Alex Abrahantes was like, no, you're not going to do that. So even though the Lucha Brothers were about to go for the fear factor, Phoenix was so distracted he was like, man, I can't handle this. So he just dove onto them, which totally screwed Penta. Because Moxie was then like, all right, fine, well, I'm going to rip your mask off. Penta was so worried, he got hit with the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment, and Jonathan definitely held the tights, but he got beat for the one, two, three. Now, I do admit, I don't think we needed to do two surprise rollers from the same show, bring down the counter, it goes up by one, but I love it when we do these mask spot, because it's just such a simple way to get it over. It means something to the man, so he can't handle it if you take it off. The Blackpool Combat Club also beat everybody up after this, and it was actually quite funny, because Claudio was walking around with the mask on. It definitely has to be a new character. I did think that Orange Cassidy was going to come down here and make the save, because I totally believe at all in. It's going to be him versus John Moxley for the international title, which we should do, because that belt's had a hell of a year, and that will elevate it even further further but this was just a good match as we do carry on this program no problems with it at all up when we got back to the teasing because Kenny Omega was just backstage hanging out playing Nintendo when Alex Marvez was like man who cares about boundaries hey Ken I see that the young bucks have gone back to the tag team division they've got a match at the pay-per-view so what are you flubbing doing now of course Kenny was really happy for his friends but he did say well you're gonna find out next week because I shall do a sit-down interview with Jim Ross I will discuss Don Callis, and I will discuss Kikeshta. Now, do not forget this. When people do do the old sit-down with JR, that means they too are about to get super-duper serious. And if we do do Omega versus Takeshita at Wembley, I think you may be in for something really, really special. Because Kenny Omega on that kind of stage never has bad matches, and AEW knows they need to light a fire under Takeshita's ass. Man, that card, it is going to be something else. Which is when out came the Mogul Embassy. Don't forget, tried to murder Nick Wayne last week, and they weren't arrested for it. I mean, why would they be? Prince Nana also told us we all sucked, so I had to check that this wasn't my dad. When actually fair play to Swerve, he was like, no, nobody was going to send us to jail, because we own everybody, and we're going to do whatever we want. I mean, it's true. AR Fox is still pissed about all this too, so he told Darby Allen to get out there, and we went back to this story, because he was like, look, we were buddies for ages. I was the reason you got into wrestling. And as soon as Nick Wayne could be in AEW, you invited him. Whereas I was on the phone for like four years and you did nothing. So now I hate you. Darby did have a great line in response to this though. Because he was like, oh man, AR, well look, pff, I'm glad you've got a bunch of new friends. But you know, I have friends in AEW as well. <laughs> Which is when the lights went off. I love a good light out spot. And who was there when they came back on? It was Sting. My love for this man is totally unbound and he just took out everybody with a baseball bat before he pointed at the all-in sign. And I can't handle that. What is it in wrestling? If you have a show that has more than 70,000 people, your finger just goes crazy and you've got to point the thing. Still, the challenge has been made and accepted and it is going to be Sting and Darby Allen versus AR Fox and Swerve Strickland in what is clearly meant to be the fun old match at Wembley just to add some extra entertainment it's going to be a coffin match. Someone's going to die. The best part, though, is that you actually do have a proper story with this as well. And I love the fact that all four of these guys are on that card. It goes back to what I was just saying. At the moment, AEW is totally smashing it. This was good TV. When we main evented Dynamite for the second week in a row with an AEW women's title match. 
damn right. It was Sheeta versus Anna Jay, and look, no, it wasn't the best thing you've ever seen. Nobody's going to be talking about this for 72 years, but sometimes you can just have a good, fun, decent match, and that's okay. And that's what I felt like we did here. Sheeta is always good, and we do not give Anna Jay enough credit. She's only been doing this for a couple of years, so when you reel in that context, we should be praising her far more. It was also super nice seeing Sheeta get the win, because don't forget, during her first championship reign, she had to celebrate in front of basically no one, because it was that damn pandemic. Man, do I hate the pandemic. It didn't go well for Jay in the early going because she got hit with the 10 punches in the corner. And don't forget, these are one of the moves that we have to bring back, although we do do it quite a lot. 10 punches in the corner, eye rakes, atomic drops, and double axe handles. It's actually four, because I can't count, but just keep doing it, 1982. Danny Magic and Cool Hand Ange were at ringside, so when she was thrown to the outside, they started jawjacking her. Until the champ remembered, oh wait, I got an elbow attached to my arm, I should use that. And she smashed Anna right in the face. They didn't hit a spin kick, so Sheeta hit a pump kick, so this did get all Street Fighter. And because they went back to the outside, Sheeta was like, well, I'm going to do that jumping move that I do off a chair. Which is when Cool Hand Ange just got in the way. Daddy Magic went to save Jay. And because she was revitalized, she grabbed Sheeta and just threw her into similar still steps. Why not? It led to a good one to ooh near for when Jay applied the Queen Slayer, because you would do this. And do you know how Sheeta got out of it? She powered to her feet. She climbed up the ropes and fell to the mat. Oh, that was pretty cool. You also transitioned straight into the Falcon Arrow for another one to oh my gosh, she kicked out. That's when I was like, yeah, I like it. Now look, there was definitely something bizarre with the finish because Sheeta eventually was able to hit the big knee and the referee went one, two, three. But Cool Hand and reached in, I think to put Jay's hand on the ropes, but she didn't give him his hand. So somebody actually proposes on the internet, it may be true. I would suppose that Dynamite ran out of time. It was going a little bit long. So the match had to go home early, but the information didn't get to Parker. So he did what he thought he had to do, but actually he didn't need to do it. But look, I searched my feelings, and do I care? No. I've got real problems to worry about. It wasn't that bad. It does mean that Sheeta is now in the full way at All In, which I absolutely think is excellent, because she deserves it. And just to make it my catchphrase, that whole card is looking flubby ridiculous. I feel privileged that I get to go giving it an up. And I am giving it up for Dynamite overall. And this is actually quite an amazing week for ups and downs, because if you watch Raw, it got all ups and no downs. You obviously just watched this, all ups, no downs. So it's all on SmackDown and Collision. Can we go the entire week with no downs? I'm not going to do it just for the sake of doing it. I'm always honest and I'm always transparent. Even though these people go, oh man, you're paid off by all the companies. And even that should be true. Because I don't have twice as much money. No one's trying to bribe me. Now also please do like the video, share the video and subscribe. Click the video on the screen, which is that Monday Night Raw ups and downs. I'd appreciate if you watch it. And then of course go to whatculture.com and follow us on social media. But more importantly, just try and enjoy wrestling and your life as much as you can. Because today and this moment is all that matters. Don't get bogged down with the negativity. See you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.